is not going to respond to the parent's teaching the same way as the other child. So you've got to know how to cry with some, to grieve over some that will not get it, but never let them go. He began to minister to me last night, and he said, uh, 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 pre-pandemic, uh, we would have just said, go on and just do what you need to do. If you don't want to come back to church, that's fine. But when you understand the job and the assignment of a parent, it's like Josh and Jaira. I understood that I could not let them go because the Lord said, you've got to love them in another way. And in this season, Rock Church, our assignment is to love you back, love you into the fullness and the blessing of God. It's to honor you even when you just don't understand. Parenting can really be difficult. And so we're just going to stay here for a couple of more weeks or really until the Lord lifts this. I, I want you to go to the book. I want you to go to the book of John chapter number five. We're still talking about grace to do it again. I simply want to talk about all you have to do is get up. Giving up is never the option when you understand what you are capable of doing. Giving up is never an option when you and I understand what we are capable of of doing all you have to do is get up can you remember those moments where life had its way with you though those serious life moments that caused us pain grief life hardship to the point where you felt like you could not get back up the days and the nights where life's uncontrollable circumstances had you and I pinned to the ground. The fight to get up while watching others that were pinned to the ground with you, yet they finally got theirs and they left you sitting there. Think about it as we go into this text on today, uh, John chapter number five, verses one through seven, I really want to begin to just settle right in there. But when you think about it, there was a man that laid at the pool who was ill with the disease and he had been there for 38 years with no one to help him with his issue of getting him into the stirred waters that brought healing. Can I just really talk about this thing today? Now, most of us, uh, most of us, Hart would say, well, he's been there for 38 years. Uh, should he have by now found a way to just get close to the pool? For 38 years you lay there, uh, uh, should it have been that you were close enough where you could have just fell in the pool and got the miracle? For, for 38 years, can I ask the question, what was he doing for 38 years that he couldn't get into the pool? For 38 years, what was he doing? Uh, when we think about this, uh, many of us are suffering through the ailments of life that have caused us to place our focus 
on the fact that we aren't able to get the help needed to receive our healing. Come on now. Uh, many of us are still in situations today because we're saying, I can't get the help that I need. But you know that there are seasons where the angel is going to come and stir the water. And so the question that I have to ask is, you've been there for 38 years and you still haven't found a relevant innovative, sustainable, and kingdom way of getting to the pool, of getting in the pool, or at least staying in the pool? Come on now. Uh, could he have at least have got to the edge of the pool, Reverend, and just put his toe in the water? Come on now. Even if he couldn't swim. Uh, for 38 years, we can see a man with other people who were lame, blind, withered, sitting under a porch. <laughs> it says it was about five of those pools, so it had to be a lot of people. But when we think about it, uh, I just want to say today, all you got to do is get up. Come on now. I, I, I want you to look at your situation right now and just simply say, all I got to do is get up. Come on now. But look at the text. He, he sat there for 38 years. Come on now, let's, 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 let's read that. Uh, starting at verse number one, after these things, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem, verse number two, now there in Jerusalem by the sheep, a gate pool, which is called Hebrew, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda. Five porches. In these lay a multitude of those who were sick, blind and withered waiting for the moving of the waters verse number four so an angel of the lord went down at certain seasons into the pool and stirred the water whoever then first after the stirring of the water stepped in was made well from whatsoever disease with which they were afflicted with verse number five uh, a man who had been ill for 38 years come on now uh, 38 years you were in a multitude with people and you weren't able to get to the pool. I want you to think about that because we're going to talk about uh, uh, three areas that, that cause you to remain in a place for 38 years. Come on now. Uh, uh, why was he there? Uh, 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 it, it says that he was unable to get there. But when Jesus saw him laying there and he knew that he had already been a long time in that condition, he said to him, do you wish to get well? Look at the text. Uh, verse number seven says, the sick man answered him, sir, I have no one, Mother Hasbury, to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up for 38 years. You have nobody to put you in the pool. But while I am coming, another one steps down before me. Uh, what causes you and I to not get up when we look at the situation okay let's just let's 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 look at it naturally maybe he couldn't move maybe it was just too many people in his way maybe he just didn't know how to get there maybe he was just stuck maybe I, I just don't know I can't imagine sitting there for 38 years that mean he didn't wash up many had to be stinking Many had to be raggedy. 
He ain't got no girlfriend. He ain't got no money. Ain't got no, for 38 years, Smith, come on now. Uh, that, that had to be a horrible stitch. Now, I'm just going to look at what the text says. It says that he was there, Bishop Hasbury, for 38 years he was ill. For 38 years but not understanding that there were seasons, kairos moments, where the angel would come down and stir the water. Jesus comes along and says to him, he notices that he had been in that condition for a long time. That don't, you don't have to have a prophetic word to understand that the man's clothes is jacked up, he's stinking, he raggedy, his beard is all, I mean, just out of wine. He'd been here too long. Jesus comes and he says, do you wish to get well? What are some of the bridges that, that, that disconnect us from hearing what Jesus says to him? Je Jesus comes and he says, uh, uh, do you want to be whole? He didn't say that. Uh, uh, he, he didn't say, uh, what's your issue? He said, do you wish? To get well. Come on. I, I really believe that, that Jesus understood that he had to say that to him because he understood he had been there for a long time. Come on now. He, he's been there for a long time. Uh, I want to ask you the question, uh, do you wish to get well today? Jesus wants to ask you the question, are you ready to get well because you've been sitting here too long? You, you've been lying here too long, but, but there are several bridges that can disconnect you and I from really hearing what Jesus wants to perform in our life. Come on now. Uh, I, I really want to talk about it. Number one, the first bridge is that we become stale. Come on now. Uh, impaired in vigor or effectiveness in our approach to move forward in life by allowing our circumstance to become a lifetime of imbalanced perceptions. Come on now. Uh, uh, of the surrounding mental images that maybe this is how life will be lived out. Uh, uh, he sat there for 38 years and probably the reason that he couldn't respond to Jesus is that his life had become stale. Come on, dried up, uh, uh, stale. Have, have you ever opened up your refrigerator and, and the refrigerator kind of smelled a little stale? Have you ever looked at something in your life and it just looks stale and dry and, and it's hard and it's brittle and, and you pick it up and it just falls to pieces? Come on now, when we look at that word, the word vigor means to be active in bodily or mental strength or force. He, his life became so stale that he lost his ability uh, uh, to be active in his body and his mental strength. Come on now, I, I know he's ill. I know he has an issue, uh, but we can never disconnect ourselves from the promises of God that we become so stale that we're no longer active in our body and our mental fortitude has just gone down the drain. 
Man, everything around me is dry. Everything around me is stinky. Everything around me just smells awful. Uh, a stale smell is irritating to your nostrils. It's, it's irritating. Why is that dirty tile still sitting on the ground? It stinks. Come on now. Have you ever smelled stale clothes? You went to the swimming pool? You know, we were all little and we went over to Lee Park and you forgot to wash your, your trunks and you got up the next day and they were stinking and you would try to put them back on and get in the water and you're in the water and everybody's saying what is that stinky smell come on now well, what, what is this the chlorine would make the staleness uh, get worse when, when something is stale you got to either throw it away or wash it Jesus was saying you've been too you've been stale too long are you ready to get well Come on now. Uh, 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 in this case, the man at the pool uh, became just the opposite. He was listless and sluggish. Come on now. The stillness of life hampers us in many ways to the point that we aren't able to respond or revive ourselves with the mindset that is needed to get up. Come on now. Uh, Jesus said, do you wish to get well? I want to say to you, uh, are you stale today? Is that the reason that you're still laying on the ground? It's because you've lost your ability uh, uh, in your mind that you can't think the right way. You believe that this is just the way my life is going to be forever. Come on now, I, I'm going to stay here until somebody pushed me into the pool. You got to be kidding me. Come on now. You could have at least crawled for 38 years. Come on now. You could have at least done something by now 38 years and you still can't get in the pool come on now something is wrong life number one becomes stale but then the next disconnection here is that life stalls come on now it, it stalls s-t-a-l-l-s when it comes to a standstill life is stale but then life comes to a complete stand still. Nothing happens. Nothing is moving. Life stalls when it comes to a standstill by diverting what? Uh, it's deviating. It's deflecting and distracting our attention away from what can be done in the moments where things are not working in our favor. Come on now. Uh, my life is stale. It's dry, Jalen. It's jacked up. But then now life stalls on me and nothing is moving. Nothing is working. Nothing Nothing even sounds right. Nothing even feels right. Come on now. I can't even look at a pretty girl no more. I can't even think about a pretty girl no more. Why? Because my life is stale. I'm all dried up and now life has come to a standstill. Come on. Can y'all hear me today? Uh, this man was laying there, Tracy, for 38 years. Stale. And now life stalls him out. Come on now. Oh, y'all remember Friday? Come on, stall him out, Debo. Come on now, y'all know what I'm... Stall him out, Debo. Come on now, give him a break. Come on now. You know he's going through right now. You didn't already jacked him up. Come on now. Stall him out, Debo. Come on now. Give him a break. But life 
in many cases doesn't know how to give you us a break. It keeps moving, and it kept moving for 38 years. Come on now. Uh, it kept moving. Come on now. Think about it. Under this shelter were the lame, the blind, and the withered. Those who have been forgotten, forsaken, or forced to forfeit the ability to live free of disease. For 38 years, this man, for some of us it might be eight years, it might have been eight months, eight days, eight minutes. Uh, for some of us, come on now, some of us are just like this man sitting at the pool. You're laying there stale and stalled out with nothing moving in your life. But Jesus is saying, do you want to get well? But because I'm stale, because I've been stalled out, my life seems like nothing is important to me anymore. The dream that I had when I was five years old, the dream that I had when I was 12, the dream that I had when I was 25, but because of an issue for 38 years, he was stale in his dream. He stalled out in his purpose. And for 38 years, he depended on somebody else to get him into the pool. Why am I going to help you when I can't help myself. Come on. But then I just don't understand. Why did only one person get in? Why didn't everybody just jump in? Come on now. It's like you know that the angel of the Lord is going to drop millions of dollars in and somebody says, well, we're just going to wait for the one person to get in and get that million. No, no, no. We all going to get in. As a matter of fact, I'm going to stay in here. And I'm going to stay in my corner. I'm going to tailgate right at the pool. I, 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 they were tailgating, but they weren't doing that. No barbecue going on. Uh, come on now. No streaming going on. Wasn't nobody drinking no liquor, getting high. Come on now. Uh, let's just talk about it. Come on now. That's what they're doing today. They tailgating. It's good. It's good. It's all right. It's good. We got virtual church. Uh, enjoy yourself. But think about it. This was the same way for 38 years, just tailgating waiting on somebody to bring you something, waiting on somebody to push you in the water. But Jesus says, do you wish to get well? Come on now, uh, uh, for 38 years, come on now, living in the stalls of those sealed compartments that have hindered and even taken away the valuable and meaningful days with family and friends, loved ones. Think about it. The text is bringing light to an issue that many of us suffer with. Staying in the same place because you're afraid to move. Staying in the same place because you have no help. Okay, I understand it. Staying in the same place because you just don't really know how to move. But for 38 years, come on now, I, I'm talking to a church. Some of us have been living with it for 50 years, for 20 years. However long, we've been dealing with the disconnection of stale worship. We've been dealing with the disconnection of stalled out purpose and determination and destiny and living out the promises of God hoping that my tomorrow is going to be better because I'm waiting on a Kairos moment that I haven't even tried to get near come on now I'm waiting on somebody to get me to the pool but I'm all the way in the back of the line waiting on somebody in the front to turn around give up their turn come and grab me and walk me all the way to the front can I tell you it ain't happening 
Come on now. I've been waiting just like you, and you think that I'm going to give up my turn? Come on now. You better run up here with me. You better do whatever you can. I hold your spot. Oh, y'all ain't hear what I'm saying. You would go to the grocery store, and you're with your mama, and you say, Mama, I need to go back and grab something. Baby, I'm going to hold your spot, but you got to hurry up, because when I get to the counter, I'm going to check out now. So don't be back there wasting your time. Sometimes we're in the back wasting time. Sometimes we're sitting around the pool, and we're wasting time instead of figuring out how can I get to the pool? Yeah. How can I work this out? Uh, that first bridge of disconnection, we become stale. The second bridge is that we life stalls out. It, it, it comes to a complete standstill. But then this last one, I like it. Come on now. Life becomes stubborn. Whew. Stubborn. Stale. I'm stalled out, and now life becomes stubborn. It will not move. It will not respond. It will not wake up. It's not going, what, what do you mean stubborn? Stiff-necked, uh, uncompromising, unwilling to change its course in its response to hear and to see the help that has come to get us back on our feet. Come on now, you're stale, stalled out, and now life says, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't moving, and you ain't getting up. I want to stay right here because I'm satisfied right here. I'm satisfied right here because I don't have to do it. I can depend on somebody else to do it. I can depend on another prophetic word. I can depend on another offering. I can depend. When are you going to do it for yourself? For 38 years, come on now, for 38 years, uh, 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 let's work it here. Life issues become tasteless and stale to the point that everything around me is at a standstill. And to make matters worse, my mind can't think beyond the fact that we have been in the same place for 38 years. I haven't even thought about it yesterday. I didn't even think about it on my birthday. I didn't even think about it on my girl's anniversary that I'm still sitting right in the same place for 38 years. Come on now. All my boys got drip game going on. All my friends are living life. Everybody's doing what they're doing and I'm still sitting here stale, stalled out and now I've got a stubborn attitude that says I don't need to get up. I'm waiting on somebody else to do it. But the Kairos moment that you know that comes at a certain season, you're still not in position to even get a touch. Come on now, uh, uh, the grace to do it again uh, uh, and to make that matters worse. But look at it, Jesus comes to him in verse number six. And he says, when Jesus saw him laying there and knew that he had been there already a long time in that condition. Come on now, he said to him, do you wish to get well? I want to ask you the question today, do you wish to get well. You, you've been in the condition too long. You've been sitting here too long. You've been laying here too long. Uh, life has become stale. Do you wish to get well? Life has become stubborn. Do you wish to get well? Life has stalled out to the point that nothing is moving, nothing is breathing. Do you wish to get well? 
But because of the staleness and the standstills and the stubbornness of life circumstances that can block our ear gates, come on now, from hearing Jesus. Uh, life had become stale, stalled out, and stubborn to the point that he couldn't hear right. Come on now. Your miracle is how you hear. Your breakthrough is connected in how you hear what God is saying to you. He didn't ask you how much money you wanted. He didn't say, uh, 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 are you ready? He said, do you wish? Come on now. Uh, that's two different meanings. Are you ready to get well or do you wish to get well? Uh, come on, sometimes... You got to look at the birthday cake and you got to make a wish. Come on now. I believe Jesus brought him a birthday cake with 38 candles on it. And he said, all you need to do is make a wish. But you don't even have to do it. I'm going to make the wish for you. Do you wish to get well? As a matter of fact, I'm going to put it in your mind. Because maybe for 38 years, you haven't wished to get well. Maybe you were hoping to get well. Maybe you were believing to get well. But sometimes you got to wish to get well. I wish. Come on now. Come on now. That's why they said close your eyes and make a wish. Come on now. Now some of us will say now, now pastor, now you know that's all you know that's all, you know that's that's witchcraft and shut up. Stop. Stop. Making a wish. Come on now. Is your heart's desire. Come on now. You close your eyes. Do you wish to get well? Uh, but for 38 years, I've been trying to get in the pool. I didn't ask you that. Come on now. Look, look at the text. Uh, instead of responding, come on now. Look at it. Do you wish to get well? Do you hear him? Jesus wants to know. Do you want to get well? How long are we going to sit here and complain? Uh, that word well means to be healed. Uh, the whole state of being healthy or being well in contrast with being sick. Uh, do you wish to get well? Do you want to be healthy again? Uh, can I just break it down? Do you wish to be healthy again? Do you wish to get your swag back again? Uh, uh, do, do you wish to walk in favor and the blessing of God? Uh, uh, do you wish to be healthy financially, mentally, emotionally? Do you wish that your marriage is healthy again do you wish that your life is healthy again I want a healthy dream I want a healthy mindset I'm tired of all of these nasty thoughts coming in my mind I'm tired of drinking I'm tired of sneaking and smoking this weed that ain't really making me high it's just putting me in a whole nother days but I wish that I could think on my own without the weed I wish that I could think on my own without the alcohol I wish that I could make money without standing on the corner with a gun down in my pocket because I'm afraid that somebody's going to take my life but because I don't have no job but because I got a felony I've been incarcerated I got to sell some drugs. Come on now. I got to sell this weed. I got to sell this dime bag. Oh, y'all ain't hear what I'm saying? And I got to put my boys on because they're struggling and they're struggling. My mama ain't got food to eat because my daddy walked out on us and he left me here. So I didn't get a chance to finish high school. I didn't get a chance to start a job because I was still in cars too early. But Jesus said, after 38 years, are you ready to get well? Do you wish to come off the corner? Do you wish to stop being the gangbanger? Do you wish to stop cheating on your girl? Do you wish to stop lying and not being faithful? Because I'm here to make you well. 
Come on now. Come on now. We need to talk about it. We need to talk about it. Uh, Y'all heard us three Sundays ago where we said that we were going to leave here and we started praying and we said somebody is getting ready to shoot somebody. And that night, come on now, that weekend, 10 murders took place right down the street. Ward 5, y'all ain't hearing what I'm saying. Do our communities wish to get well? I'm tired of the murder. I've been sitting in this community for 50 years. I've been raised my kids I've been raising your kids but Jesus is at the pool and he's saying do you wish to get well but because life is stale stall me out it's stubborn now I can't hear him I can't hear him when he comes to me on the corner, drug dealer, uh, uh, when he comes to you at the club and you know that your girl is at home and you know you need to be at home, but because something happened in your life that caused you to be ill, whether it's mentally, financially, come on now, emotionally, come on now, relationally, come on now, spiritually, come on now, naturally, whatever the illness may be, for 38 years, he answers him. Come on now. Jesus was asking, are you willing? Verse number seven, he says, the sixth man answered, sir, I have nobody to put me in the pool. By the time the water is stirred, somebody then took my chance. Come on now. My, 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 my boys taught me. Graves, you can't come out here with us, but I got to stay on this corner. Because the moment I leave this corner, somebody's gonna come take it over. And that's my money. That's my mother's bus fare. That, that's my brother's tuition, come on now. Some of us are living at a pool at Bethesda. And Jesus is saying, do you wish to get well? Do you wish to get well? Come on now. I wanna just pause right there. And I just wanna begin to minister to you, come on Earl want to begin to minister to you. Do you wish to get well? I've got so much left here, but I really feel the Holy Ghost saying, pause right here. Come on now. Talk to him about the grace to do it again. I know what it means. This, this was my life. Life was stale for me at one point because I didn't listen to my father or my mother. Come on now. Life stalled out on me at a point in my life where I couldn't feel the grace of God anymore. But then life became so stubborn that I decided that I would teach myself how to cuss. I would teach myself how to hang out with the wrong crowds because I was laying at a pool and I didn't have the strength to get up and find the Kairos moment myself. Some of us don't need a Kairos moment of a pool some of us just need a touch come on now all you need is just a touch all you need is Jesus to walk by and look at you and say are you ready to change life are you ready do you wish to get well come on look at that issue in your life Jesus is talking today and he's saying do you wish to get well come on now I want to be well in my mind. This suicide, these thoughts of depression, come on now. I've been here too long, Pastor G. What do I do? Just simply respond. When he responded, 
Jesus didn't even get into the argument because Jesus understood he's going to need more than this. Jesus said, all you have to do, I know you didn't have help. I know you've been sitting here for 38 years, heart. But all you got to do today, pick up. He said, get up. Pick up your pallet and walk. I want to say that to somebody today. How do I get well, Pastor G? Get up. Get up. Come on now. But I'm, I'm broken. I'm, I'm hurting. What, what, do I, what do I need to do? Come on now. I, I need to get up. I, I need to get up. I, I need to get up. I, I've been laying here too long. You need to use your hands. Come on now. Whatever it's going to take. Come on now. You need to get up. Come on now. Get up. Get up. Put one knee up. Come on now. Come on, take your time and get your balance. And as you get ready to get up, come on, start looking up. Start praying. Start worshiping. And then you need to try to get the next leg up. Come on now. I know you've been laying there for 38 years. My balance is just a little bit off. But he said, get up. Come on now. But when you get up, come on now. Don't leave what you've been laying there on, on the ground. Pick up your dream. Pick up your marriage. Pick up your money. Pick up your mind. Pick up your peace. Pick up your joy. And once you pick it up, hold your head up and turn around and walk away. Walk out with the pride. Walk out with confidence. Walk out knowing that Jesus has just spoken to you. I declare that the blessing of the Lord is here today to make you well. Jesus was intentional. Come on, Mother. Come on, Grace. Come on. He said, don't just get up, but pick your dream up. Pick your children up. Pick your business up. I don't know who I'm talking to today. Don't get up and run away. Come on now. Take some time and, and pull the pallet together. Fold it up. Come on now. As neatly as you laid it down, take time and put it together. Put it up under your arm and walk through the city with it. And when they see you again, let them see that you just didn't leave your life sitting there. He says, do you wish to get well? Come on, stand on your feet. Come on, stand on your feet. Just to see you. To behold you as my king. For your glory. I will do it. Come on, say. Just to see you. To behold you as my king. right here. I'm not going to touch it. Lift your hands, daughter. 
You ready? You wish to get well. I don't know what it is. But the Lord says, all you got to just say, all you got to do is just say yes. And he said, I'll make you well like you've never seen and experienced before. Come on, lift your hands, daughter. Well, I'm going to repair the money. I'm going to repair. I'm going to repair what was taken unlawfully. I'm, I'm going to put it back in your hands. I'm, I'm going to allow you to dream again like you desire to dream again. I'm, I'm going to repair this, this heart. It has these little cracks going all the way through it. And you've been super gluing it. And it seems like every time you go to trust, it cracks again. Seems like you, you, you try to go for the dream again, and I got the grace to do it. I'm going to do it again, and it cracks again. Go back again. But God said, you don't have to super glue it ever again. He said, when I put it back together today, he said, believe. Believe. Oh, Rabbi. He says, the touch of a mother. The touch of a mother. That's it right there. If I could just have a touch of a mother to just, somebody to just tell me how proud they are of me. Somebody to just look me in the face and say, I love you, daughter, and you mean the world to me. Oh, Rabbi, Jesus said, I love you, daughter, and you're beautiful and you're wonderfully made. Jesus said, do you receive it today? Jesus said, oh, Rabbi, receive now. I want to be saved today. I want to get well today. All you need to do is just confess that he died on the cross, rose again. Confess your sin and say, I'm sorry. Will you be my savior? And he'll take care of the rest. All I need you to do is not only be saved, but I want you to find a church home, whether it's my church or another church, but find a place where you can grow. I'd love for you to come here. I'd love for you to come to the Rock Church. I love you. I appreciate you. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love you. I want you to take some time to give on today. Give your time, your offering, your love scene. As we continue to celebrate our seventh year, we love you and we appreciate you. Rock Church, I love you. Thank you. May the blessing of the Lord rest in your life. May the blessing of the Lord live. We create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. We love you. Have a great day. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah.
Your pastor is being consecrated to the office of the bishopric. Friday, November the 5th, Dayton, Ohio. I want you to take some time if you want to hang out with us for the whole weekend. There's going to be an Episcopal banquet, sessions on Saturday, whole weekend of just festivities and celebration. All you got to do is just register $50, $50. Come on, share with me, share with us on that weekend. We love you, we appreciate you, we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, amen. Y'all ready? Hallelujah, what a great move of God today. The grace to get up. How do I reconnect the stale places? Those places where life has become stalled out and a standstill. Life has become stubborn. Jesus says to the man who laid at the pool for 38 years, all you need to do, you don't have to wait for an angel. You don't have to wait for that moment, but this is another Kairos moment. Get up, pick up your pallet, and walk today. That's my encouragement. You've got the grace to get up, pick up your dream, pick up your family, walk, and live life. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. Your life matters, Jesus matters, and worship matters at The Rock Church. We love you. I'll see you next Sunday. God bless. Peace. Have a great day, everybody.